you know, it's such a nice time to get married. You know, a lot of us are really not jealous of brides, but like glad to see that that it doesn't have to be the same experience. So I think really revel in that and take advantage of the fact that you are in a space and time that's open to representing more than just one way of being something. And I think if you really step into that, you just you you have the opportunity to create this day and have it to, you know, be living in your memory as something that you really did your way. And I think I can't stress that enough. Hi, and welcome to the Unveiled podcast, debunking wedding planning all the way to I do. As a photographer and videographer in the industry, we're asked daily as to where to start when it comes to planning your big day. So allow us to help you make the planning process as seamless as possible. Consider Unveiled your little black book of weddings, packed full of insight from industry experts, do's and don'ts from couples who have tied the knot, plus an abundance of info on your most requested topics. I'm Lucy, founder and wedding photographer at Lucy Weddings, and I'm here with wedding videographer and my soon-to-be husband, Eddie Blake, who I'm actually kicking off the podcast today. (laughs) Yeah, getting sent from the podcast. You've actually got a beautiful bridal designer lined up today, so I'm not sure how much input I can give on this topic. Yeah, so it'll just be me on today's episode. We actually have the beautiful Manny from Bowie Ray Bridal on, so we're looking forward to hearing from her. Sorry, Ed. (laughs) Oh, good. Over to you. I think the best way to introduce Manny and her bridal brand, Bowie Ray, is a quote from the designer herself. Manny says, I want to be in the business of empowering women. If I can make a woman feel more empowered and more herself just by stepping into a Bowie Ray, she helped create. That's one small way we can move together to help shift the way we think of fashion. And there's no better avenue to change the way we do fashion than the bridal industry. By not making complete set gowns, I feel like we are starting to revolutionise the way we see ready-to-wear fashion. If we can make what we wear an extension of the woman, something that becomes our second skin, then something to conceal it, then I think we're moving in the right direction. Welcome, Manny. I'd love you to describe the Bowie Ray Bride. I think, you know... When it all started, it was definitely, like, about me. So it was a very personable, like, a brand about me, you know, like, what what did I miss when I was getting married, you know, which is the kind of long story of how Bowie Ray was formed was I was a bride that was getting married and, and realised there's nothing for someone like me, so why not create a brand um, for someone like me? But I think it's definitely evolved, because, you know, and I think because I've had the privilege of actually being in the studio and meeting all the Bowie Ray brides, I can kind of understand a little bit more about who she is. You know, she's a lot um, a lot more than what I initially set out for. So I think essentially what makes a Bowie Ray bride is just someone who has a really strong sense of themselves and their own style. Like they know more than what they want. They definitely know what they don't want. And I just love it. I love that they walk in and they feel this like sigh of relief that they're they're somewhere that has tapped into a bride that hasn't been tapped into, you know, someone that's not been represented as much in all of the stories that we've seen Mm. about brides. And I think that that's been the biggest problem of, you know, when I was getting married, uh, (laughs) I used Mm. to say something like, you know, I'm not a bridey bride, but um, essentially everybody's a bridey bride. It's just one type of woman has been, sort of caricatured and the Bowie Ray bride 
knows first off that she's not represented by that caricature of, of what a bride's supposed to be, you know, this patriarchal image that's been created and sort of shoved down our throats as the only um, image. And so these women come in and they know they don't want that and they're looking like for anything else. And because so much hasn't been shown, they're coming to all of these sort of fashion, modern style bridal places and saying, you know, is this where I am? So I think a Bowray bride is just really confident to be able to say, no, I'm not going to do something just because it's being told this is how it's supposed to be. I I know that that I can still be myself and be a bride, but it's this almost this journey of trying to find that voice because this is kind of a very new age where there are all these other options. And so brides are like, am I allowed to do this? Am I allowed to do yeah, that? so true. And I, yeah, but I think that the Bowie Ray bride definitely knows that she is allowed to do it um, and she wants to do it. She's got that 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 vigor in her. She's got that confidence, that boldness. But that idea of I don't know what else I can do is the big question. And Bowie Ray is one of the answers. Like you could, you could, you know, is this something you could be yeah. um, as a bride? Is this you? Does this speak to you? Yeah, I love that, Manny. And I love that it originated with you. When did you get? Mm. When did you get married? I got married, oh, here's a test of my memory, 2013, <laughs> I think it was, and um, wait, yeah, 2013. Where where, um, was, where was your wedding? Uh, it was a very traditional wedding. Like it was at, um, oh, gosh, I honestly you know, I don't remember. <laughs> these, these weren't part of the questions. So I, I know, remember. I'm doing It's so up. bad because um, I'm just actually thinking, is this the date? Yeah, 2013, I think. Um, but anyway, it was like, you know, regular, like a church wedding, reception wedding, and I'm from a Lebanese background, so it was a Lebanese wedding. My husband's not Lebanese, but, you know, like it was a, technically a small Lebanese wedding for a Lebanese wedding, but it was very traditional. And, you know, even the dress, like my sister helped me make it. She's actually the one that's in fashion. And I really didn't like the dress because I realized right at the end, you know, I didn't want to make the dress. I wanted to go and buy a dress and it was two horrible experiences and then my sister said, you know, I'll make the dress. And then it ended up being this very typical wedding dress that I, I just, you know, it's one of those things I think of and I just shudder because it wasn't me and I yeah. fell so victim to the whole, like I was listening for all these this feedback from people who went to other weddings and, you know, talking about inappropriate dresses and stuff. So, and I'm taking note of all of these no's, 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 no's. And I ended up with this dress that I absolutely wasn't me. We'll have to get so, a photo. Do you have no. a photo? We definitely I do, need but to I, show. I don't want to share it. <laughs> but the idea, I mean, I, I love my wedding and it was really fun and everything. It just wasn't me. And it very much, it, I realized when we were going through that process, I didn't really have space to even question any of it. You know, mm. there were things that I was fighting against. Like, I definitely don't want to do that. But essentially it was almost like I could pick a few things not to do but essentially I was just having this wedding um, and I was just picking the least wedding dressy thing to kind of wear that would be appropriate and acceptable by all these guests and I just can't think of that day without being so upset with myself that I was so passive and so willing to fall into these things so that's one of the first things I like to debunk for the brides coming in and just share like trust me, you know, you're the one paying for this day. You're the one with those photos. No one gives a crap after it's done, you know. Oh, I wonder what what she weared and what she did for her wedding. Like this is your day and it goes down in your memory books forever and your photo books. So make sure it's something that's really you. You know, it might disappoint a lot of people and you might cause a bit of a controversy, but at the end of the day you'll be like 
you know, super proud of the fact that you created your own day. Yeah, agreed. Love a bit of controversy too. There's always room yeah. for that. <laughs> so I think that most Bowie Ray dresses will cause a bit of a, a bit of a uh, controversy or a talking about oh, afterwards. They're, but they're um, gorgeous. I love oh, all of your thank gowns. You. They're so beautiful. <laughs> thank um, you, Lucy. Like what we were saying before. There's, I mean, it's such a the wedding industry in general is such a saturated market, you know, across all platforms. What sets Bowie Ray apart from the rest? I think there are a lot of brands that are trying to, you know, that are doing what Bowie is, which is just this other option. But I think what separates Bowie from a lot of the other options is my vision of what a bride should feel like and should wear, is, not should, but from the Broly Ray perspective is, you know, this is your red carpet. This is your Oscars. Like everybody dreams, I think, of having that moment where they put on this gown, you know, rather than put on this wedding dress, you're putting on this gown and you're walking down and you're you're having your moment, you know, and you're spending big dollars on this dress and you're spending someone to tape it and to take photos of it. So this is more, you know, for people that want to say it's just a dress, it is more than a dress and let's call it what it is. It's like your day to really highlight um, a part of yourself that you want to capture forever. So instead of considering it as this wedding dress, like why can't the wedding dress be like your Oscar dress? Why can't it be more of a gown? And I think we slowly push this envelope, you know, these pieces that A, I want the bride to have choice and that's the whole idea behind the bridal your way and we have a lot of separates and you can piece them all together. They're all designed to work together. But more than that, it's like I'm slowly guiding the bride into a lot less wedding dress ideas and introducing this idea of having a gown for your wedding dress and that's when we put in a bit of colour in our collection. You know, we've got the plush, the blush colours and we've got black and whites and velvets and I'm trying to slowly introduce these new concepts and these new ideas that hopefully will be taken up by brides. And I'm always shocked when a bride, you know, like so many brides have gone for our black velvet bodice, which I didn't think any would. Or when you captured, you know, our gold sequin or the gold um, uh, mesh sand and like oh, these things so did good. Well, you know, I kind of just put it out there thinking no one's actually going to do it and then they do and especially like the Bombo skirt, which is our high-low skirt, which, you know, was such a push in the envelope. You know, that's one of our best pieces because I think you kind of feel like brides might be too scared of this but they it's just not really there and I think Bowie Ray is one of those brands that are like, we'll put it in our collection and we'll see if you, if, like it doesn't phase me, you know, if you're mm. not, if the world's not ready for it, that's cool. But we are at least creating it so that it exists as an option for you um, because, you know, there are a lot of um, bias cut sort of cami style dresses that are so beautiful and these sleek and beautiful. So you don't want to recreate something that someone else has really nailed. So in terms of what I can offer my brides, it's like what fashion staples do I love? What fashion pieces do I love? Um, I look at the runway and I try and figure out what I'd love to see from the runway in bridal and I find a way to kind of convert that into a acceptable-ish wedding dress. Yeah. <laughs> and um yeah, and, you know, I'm always shocked to see that these kind of different pieces that I've tested have have sold and, and brides are really excited to wear them. So 
um, you know, and that lure top that you captured so beautifully, like the she lace top. Um, oh, it looks, that it looks cami. so amazing with that skirt. Yeah, and, I mean, you nailed it when we did oh, that shoot and I told you that you. afterwards. I said, you know, you really captured the essence of Bowie Ray where it's like this this woman is is getting married, you know, this woman who knows herself and she knows her style and she wants that style to be present in her wedding dress. And that she Malua top, you know, we always plan to line it, but so many brides now are ordering it she with this idea of extra like application for coverage. Like we don't want somebody to walk down the aisle and, and, and say, <laughs> yeah, your, your nipples are going to show boobs. whether you like it or not. <laughs> like if you want to, that's fine. But but the idea that this is now even, even purchased without lining is just, mind-blowing to me and I'm so proud that you know we can actually create a space where these are options yeah it's all about choices yeah yeah I think I saw I think I saw Beck Jobson wearing Mm. the skirt with the black velvet top and it looked unreal yeah so cool thank you I mean I I absolutely love that that piece and um I think I just always imagined it would just be like for a campaign. Nobody's actually gonna going to buy the black velvet bodice, and then so many brides have. I yeah. mean, it's it's blown my mind, and I'm just so you know, it, I just get so proud to see that you know these these pieces that were designed as the you know just kind of statement pieces are actually making their way into weddings, into weddings, you know, yeah. for brides. Like real brides are going to wear them, and that to me is just. Imagine the shift that that's going to have, yeah. you know, where, where we can slowly get away from it being just a white dress. I agree. And I think also, you know, you look at anything, especially um, fashion, it's just it's this consistently evolving space and it's like mm-hmm. why should well, the wedding space be any different really? Exactly. It's so exactly. just keeping things interesting. That was a big push for for me and so many, and I work so closely with Anya from Lito and mm. actually become really good friends, but we have the same idea. It's like we want to create that fashion world for bridal. Yeah. You know, bridal for a long time has just been this one cut, one size fits all kind of system where if you're getting married, you have to pick one of these wedding dresses and that's never the case. You know, if you want jeans, you just go into, you can go shop in 5,000 different places for the perfect pair of jeans, you know, and that system should be put into bridal where it's like there are so many different people with different styles and that should be accessible for your wedding day. Yeah, I agree. In terms of creating and designing, how long have you been doing this? And I mean, you mentioned before that you pull a lot of your inspiration from runways, etc. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been doing it for long. I'm not um, I didn't study design. I, I come from a family of designers, so like my sister and my cousin, and I've always loved fashion and kind of just for pastime used to design with them. But I didn't study this. I think it was just I got married in 2013. I hated the process. I realised I wasn't happy in the end. And then a friend of mine was getting married the next year and the same thing happened with her. So we it was kind of a moment of naivety. We were like, we could do the better than this. And then we joined forces to do Bowie Race. So that was in 2014. But we, but then I didn't launch, you know, life happened and it kind of stalled. So um, I would say it was 2019. So when my second child was born that I launched Bowie myself. So it's been since then. 2018, I'd say, I started properly designing and 
and getting into it and doing the first collection. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like t- if you think about it, 2018 is still quite a while like ago. It's Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what is that, five years? I can't do maths yeah, in my head. Can't, neither can I. can't do maths in general so, without yeah, a calculator. Four, year, four years ago. <laughs> yeah. Nice, amazing. And Bowie Ray has a bit of a sustainable slow fashion approach. Can mm-hmm. you talk to us about how you tie that in? Yeah, so, I mean, that's definitely one of our um, sort of – goals is to be within the next five years completely natural fibers you know we still use some polyester for lining and stuff and it takes a lot of like fittings and samplings which COVID has interrupted to find the right um, alternative so um, we still use some polyester which we're not happy about but that's in terms of lining and so within five years we plan to completely be um, just natural fibers um, in terms of sustainability we we know that we're not perfect and we're learning different every day but that's absolutely our goal so we talk really closely with our suppliers and our wholesalers um, everything that can be bought and dealt with in Australia is because it's a dying industry in Australia. So we just want to do our bit to really help revive it. And there are so many amazing fashion brands um, come and designers coming from Australia. So we just want to keep everything that we can here, mm. which makes it harder for us and more expensive. But the payoff is, is huge to keep, you know, to actually keep reviving this industry within Australia. And then just making sure where our fabric is sourced from, where it's made, by who it's made, you know, all certified and we've had to drop certain fabrics from our line when we found out that they can't really trace it back or give us enough information about where it's made and how it's made. And then we're offering things like we're looking at starting a system to bring the brides sort of back and and customise their dresses so that it goes from a wedding dress to a forever dress, you know. Well, so you can get cool. your yeah, you can get your Eden down to a mini. Um, if you bought a gown, like a standard Eden gown, we can cut it off and make it two pieces. We offer, obviously offer two pieces like with our separates. So brides can, you know, purchase something that's going to sit in their wardrobe forever by having a skirt and a bodice or a blazer. My first ever bride, um, she wore the bombo and the sandin, um, the lace sandin as a gown, which is one piece that was told to me earlier on that it would never sell, like brides would never catch. And my first bride got it. And this was like a huge learning curve of nobody really knows mm. the bridal market. Like we haven't tapped into these women enough to say like what they will and won't wear um and she's the one that said this amazing thing to me i want to wear my gown every year for my anniversary and so that's that's where it started to play in my head of like oh yeah and then we could cut it we can make it a mini and you could just rock it you know for dinner or something so that's where like we haven't officially finished streamlining that process but that's something that we want to offer all our brides um to come back and customize their gowns so they're forever ones because it's a lot of money and it's well made and it's made here so why not have that rotating around your wardrobe um, long after the day. I love that. That's awesome. Mm. Can you please explain to our listeners what a trunk show is? And also me because I I mean, (laughs) I I am a a soon-to-be bride and I always see trunk show, upcoming trunk show, and I'm like, I don't know what a trunk show is. (laughs) (laughs) okay so um a trunk show is different to a pop-up or yeah so a pop-up show will be like we have a little space and bowie ray will show their own things from so you're going and seeing bowie ray a trunk show is that you team up with a boutique um a bridal boutique and they are going to showcase for a set period of time whether it's a week or two your entire collection or a, a sampling of your entire collection so that brides have this opportunity 
to go to that boutique and um, try on dresses from a designer that isn't usually stocked there uh-huh. or the entire collection of a designer that's that's sometimes stocked there. Because if you go into, for example, one of our stockers is the beautiful um, Bloom in Brisbane and Sam's just wonderful and so she would have, you know, set amount of pieces of Bowie Ray that you can go in and make an appointment anytime and access. But when we do a trunk show with Bloom, then you get access to the whole collection. So trunk shows are really exciting in the sense of you've got this small amount of period to get in and see everything that the designer has. And sometimes the designer will be there, which is a bonus um, because you get a chance to actually work closely with them. So does that answer the question? Yeah. And so does that usually happen over, sorry, did you say a course of a week? Uh, it's different timing. I mean, I usually like to have longer trunk shows because you find that, you know, brides usually need a little bit more time and uh, you just want to sort of commit to having your pieces there so that everybody gets a chance to go in. It usually ranges between one to two weeks, okay. I would say. Um, it could be longer. And I, I've done longer trunk shows and I've done shorter trunk shows. So I would say that it's rare to have just a weekend trunk show, but that does happen. So if that happens, it's just kind of like quickly book in. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go, girls. And myself, I'll be keeping an eye out for those, definitely. Yes. Yes. So what can clients expect if they choose to engage in working with you, Manny? Well, I mean, if when we reopened, because we used to have a studio down in lovely Thoreau, um that closed up last year. And so we were in the process of getting another one before this lockdown. So when we do get up and running <laughs> with our own studio and people can actually come in to Bowie Ray, it, it is a very unique process to say going through a stockers because I, I base everything on my motto, which is bridle your way. And we have an entire collection that's designed to work together. So the first thing I like to do um, is make the bride very comfortable. My, you know, they walk in, they're nervous, they're apologetic, you know, about everything. And I'm like, just chill. This is your time. This is going to be the most fun day because this needs to be about having fun about recreating you know that pretty woman scene and we are just going to (laughs) try on everything you want so that you can get rid of well I just think that's what it should be it shouldn't be this nervous thing you know when I and I base it again off my own experience you know you were allowed to try on two or three dresses no photos and if you weren't buying like if your wedding wasn't coming up it just practically ignored you Mm. whereas so to me and I think there are so many boutiques doing this they want this to be this experience like you're getting married you got your girls with you you got your mother your mother-in-law like this should be one of those moments leading into your wedding where you'll remember forever whether you choose Bowie or not like it's just got to be fun so that's the main thing and I want them to try pieces that they never thought of and so I kind of forced them to push that envelope, but also to access like what's your regular style, you know, mm-hmm. because and that's bridal your way. It's I don't want you to wear something that that we've already designed for you. It's like access what's your usual style, what's your usual jam, and then let's try and create something together using all of these possibilities because the fact that we have all separates that kind of work well together, there's been no like there are so many options that still haven't been worn with Bowie. So that's kind of the beauty is that you kind of can – the pieces speak to you on a personal level yourself when you're in there. So we just have a bit of fun and I like to just get that bride back down to basics, you know. If they come through me, it's like, all right, who are you? Because there are going to be so many people telling you um, 
either directly or indirectly what you're supposed to be on this day. So we're just going to get to the heart of who you are and it might not be Bowie Ray and that's totally fine, but at least you leave knowing sort of a little bit more closer to what kind of bride you want to be. Yeah, I agree. Mm. And you have such an incredible styling eye as well. I've seen that firsthand. Thank you. Having <laughs> shot with you. But um, how often do you get girls sort of coming in with one idea and then walking out? going getting something that they would never have even thought of oh so many and I love that that's kind of why uh, you know I had the option of not doing fittings myself a long time ago but I really like that part just seeing there's like this moment where their eyes light up that Aww. that you know like they just come to less like you've accessed that real part of them that I guess they were you know, as a woman, like you're going through the world and you suppress so much and then you come and you do this bridal fitting and you're so nervous and you think you know what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to be and then here's somebody that's telling you to literally shove all of that in the garbage and <laughs> access something that's way deeper and then you see it. Like I actually see that moment in their eyes where and it always happens with something really big like the bombo. They'll, they'll finish off and, and ask if they can just try it on for fun and then they do and then boom, you know, the light the light switch goes on in their eyes and like, this is what I want to wear, but can I wear it? And then it's just all about giving them that space to say, of course you can. You can awesome. do whatever you want. So, so good. I do – there's, that happens so many times or someone will come in for the beck but then realise that, oh, they can make their own so they start playing with all these pieces. And there are so many brides that have created like a, a look that I'd never styled before, you know. Like I do remember one bride that chose like the Malua with um, the Diana skirt and I was like, of course, like I've never, I've never even thought of that but it was just very demure and so different and I like it when that happens because it's it's sticking, going back true to the brand which is, you know, it's bridal your way, not my way. I just create these pieces and I have an idea of what works really well but then you come in with your personal style and it's completely rewritten in front of my eyes and I'm like, well, that's something I'm going to be styling in the next shoot. Thank that's you. Great. Yeah, they're <laughs> yeah. giving you ideas. How good Yeah, that? we're co-creating together. It's like, you know, here's the wardrobe, let's play. Yeah. And then by the – and it's and it's so fun. Like I just love when they just – when there's a bride that's not scared of how she's going to look in anything. Yeah. So she'll try on everything and then in that magic something comes up and we're like, oh, this is this is good. <laughs> yes, agreed. So how far in advance would you advise brides to begin that that journey with their wedding dress? I think eight months is nice, eight, nine months to, to start looking because usually production times are about five months give or take. Ours is three to five months. You know, we have a rushed order. I know that that's one of your questions, but we do have a rush order, um, which usually comes with a fee. But since COVID, we've just waived that fee because we just know everything's everything's, everything's in a rush. Crazy. Yeah, everything, you know, there's no planning anymore. So we try and offer that service as just part of the body rate experience. But I think to take the pressure off, if you start looking about I know I said eight months, but 10 months is just a sweet spot because then you know you've got time to look, you've got time to explore, you've got time to try at different places, keep your eye out for trunk shows, things like that. So when it, excuse me, when it comes to trunk shows, you narrow down the designers that you like and then you just look at their page and see if they do have any trunk shows coming up in a city near you or you can DM them and say, you know, are you around this area? And you might 
be lucky enough to get a trunk show close to you in that sweet spot dates between like a 10 and eight months before the wedding day. Because I say allow about five months for production and then always allow time for amendments or something. So you'd want at least one to two months before your actual wedding day from when you get your dress yeah. because I have who needs that extra experience <laughs> ma- exactly I've yeah. experienced many brides who they don't even plan to lose weight they just do and it's always around the waist and they always need to amend that or you know the shoe height's different or something so you just want to know that mm. if you need to do anything you've got time up your sleeve but you don't have the wedding dress in your hands way too early that you're over it by the time you know yeah. the wedding so so to have the i think working backwards you want the wedding dress in your hands about 6 weeks 6 to 8 weeks before you get married so work backwards from there yeah i love that and how yeah. many fittings are usually included in your bridal packages and do you do alterations in house well we we've, we've sort of had to stop that now that we don't have a studio so when we have a studio and, and brides come in personally to get and covid and buy pisses a dress from us, off yeah exactly <laughs> when covid is dead <laughs> um, we offer one fitting with it if it's not custom we rarely do custom because that's not something that we can offer all of our brides, you know, to give all that time to it. So it's really rare that we do custom and we work really closely with that bride. So the the amount of fittings, it's usually up to about three fittings. It's just, it's something that I take really seriously because you are creating a gown specifically for someone. So there has to be commitment from both sides and it's got to be true to the brand. So it's a hard one to offer to everyone. So we try to limit that. But in terms of if you purchase a Bowie Ray piece, it usually comes with one fitting and the alterations are generally, unless it's something that's been missed in the order, they're generally something that you would organise with a machinist that, you know, we can recommend closer to you and closer to the date. I'm learning heaps here. Yeah. So, if you have so any questions, you can just ask me <laughs> outside of this interview anytime. <laughs> you kind of touched on it before and we can gather from your beautiful big personality that you mm-hmm. would do so much to make the process a comfortable one. But are there any particular touch points that you really tie into your process with your brides that you aim to make it an enjoyable and a comfortable process for them? Yeah, I think the the main thing for me is comfort. Um, I I know that when the big box, the big check, big the big checklist box of the wedding dress is like dealt with, you that a lot of the anxiety goes away. So that for me is a big thing is just to let the bride know along the way, like it's okay, we got you. You have any questions? You change your mind with anything? Like it's it's all a safe space, you know. Like there's a lot of room for discussion, and it's not like you buy the dress and then we disappear. And there's a lot of styling advice as well. So I have a lot of brides, you know, that constantly emailing like about earrings and shoes and things like that. So I love to be part of that whole process with them and take them through and feel like, you know, we're creating the look together and that at any point, you know, if they feel uncomfortable about something or they want to change something, you know, that's allowed as well because this is is a wedding dress. It's not, you know, you're not just buying something for yeah. a, a night out on Friday. It's a big deal. So I want to make sure that they feel really safe and comfortable. So yeah, it's just about touching base through emails. I mean, when we had the studio, there were a lot more drop-ins. You know, we would offer extra fittings if needed. 
So these are the kinds of things that we would do because we understand that this is a big thing and it's a big checklist like off your to-do list. What do you love the most about working in the wedding industry? So I love being in the bridal industry because I feel like that's an industry that really has let down women as a feminist and as someone who just wants to really smash the patriarchy (laughs) out of the water. I just feel like there's no better place to start than in bridal and I see that firsthand with the brides. You know, it's all about the diet and the tan and the how can I how can I make myself into a bride in this time? And to be one of the voices that can reassure this bride that you are the bride, like it's totally fine and you don't need to be losing any weight and you don't need to be adapting yourself to be this pure than pure virginal thing. You know, it's just, it's a really nice platform to say, be you, it's cool. Everything else that you've been fed is just... Yeah, Yeah. lies. (laughs) I agree, and I think the wedding industry needs more of that especially. Yeah, Yeah, I think it's getting there. You know, I've spoken to so many new stockers who are starting up, and all of us, so many of us anyway, have started with the same story being – that we're disgruntled brides. We, we, it all like most of our stories come from our own wedding. You know, my story is not unique to many of these other sort of modern bride designers or modern bridal boutiques where they all, after got, getting married themselves and seeing this big divide between who they are and who they were supposed to be, decided to step in and kind of fill that gap. And I think that's why you're going to get these kinds of, you know, beautifully unique, very powerful, like empowering women edits of the bridal industry it's yeah. a real shake-up I love it yeah well said so for brides who have no idea where to begin <laughs> finding their wedding dress what would be your first piece of advice I would first <laughs> don't go straight to like Pinterest or Instagram don't go straight into the black hole because you're gonna fall all the way in like there is just so much I just think that a bride really needs to hone in on her own personal style first like like I said, you know, clear intention, like every big overwhelming decision starts with a clear intention. So her clear intention is what's my personal style? Who, you know, how do I feel most like me when I get dressed? If I'm going out somewhere, what kind of style do I have? And then trying to translate that into a wedding dress as best as she can before she starts going out and looking at designers to see who touches on that even remotely. And you might completely shock yourself and find that, you're going to go with this other totally different style. And that happens all the time. But I think to start the search, knowing sort of really confidently what your own personal style is and what you'd like to at least envisage on that day, like what part of that you want to show, that's a really safe place to start because then you're not going to get fed something that's not you. And you won't look back sort of in this drunken state of being a bride and say, what the hell did I wear? Because it wasn't even me, yeah. um, which is something that I that I definitely fell to. So, yeah, just go back to your personal style. And I always say to my brides, you know, just imagine this is your Oscar. Like what are you going to wear down the red carpet? What Who, who are you channeling? What part of your personality and your ego are you going to channel on this day? Yeah, I love your advice there on not <laughs> going straight to Instagram as well because I do feel like it can be just it becomes just a state of overwhelm Mm, Um, it's the mm. same in regards to looking for your photographer it's just like you can look at one image and then another comes up and then another and you just end up completely overwhelmed and don't even know where to start Mm -hmm. so I think it is that whole looking within and 
just kind of starting there and starting with you. So in regards to budgeting for gowns, can Mm -hmm. you advise our listeners on kind of a baseline of what they can expect within the industry? With, I mean, with the industry is hard because you can, yeah, you yeah. can, you can definitely get wedding dresses for under two thousand dollars, and it, and again, it depends on where they're made, and and all of these things come into question, you know, and and what kind of wedding dress and the fabrics and everything. So the price tag certainly tells the story of the garment, of what it's made from, where it's made, and the entire process behind it. And I think that's one of the things I like to be transparent about with mm. Bowie Ray is that the price tag is is higher, but I, I, it only is higher because of the way it's produced, you know, and it's um, <laughs> it's, it's a wedding dress. It's a big cost. So if the wedding dress looks big and beautiful and the price tag is much lower than the equivalent dress from another brand, there is a reason um, and it's probably due to production. So with us, you know, it's produced for the bride. You know, you order it, we get everything ready, and then we make it for you. So that's, you know, that's going to lift up that price tag versus if we were mass, you know, ordering yeah. big big amounts. I think, you know, um, a decent wedding dress that's been made well, you know, with sustainable practices put into place and ethical practices, you're looking at that three and a half grand mark. If it's, a you know, a full wedding dress, you give or take. You know, with Bowie Ray, we have sort of a ceremony range that we've started, a civil ceremony range that we started during COVID, you know, with a lower price point. So you could pick up a dress for under two grand, but it's a mini dress or it's a pantsuit or something like that. So they're kind of the options of how you can get a dress that's that's in your budget if your budget is lower than three and a half grand. But if you wanted a big wedding dress, you know, skirt, detailed beading, lace, things like this, I think you're looking at three and a half to about. Well, I guess depending on the brand, you could be you could be paying up to eight grand, but mm. you know, to, between three and a half and six is, I think, the average of um, a lot of the modern fashion-inspired wedding gowns. Yeah, that's that a good. That's a great today. gauge. So, where can our listeners find out more about you? And I was going to ask as well, where are your boutiques? Is that across Australia? No, not yet. So um, we have a stockist in Brisbane mm-hmm. at Bloom um, with the lovely Samantha and we are still looking to reopen um, somewhere down in like near Wollongong where I'm based. But we offer pop-up shows throughout Australia. So, you know, we've just cancelled our Melbourne pop-up, which is different to a trunk show, remember? Mm-hmm. The pop-up <laughs> yeah. is like Bowie Ray's popping up for a set amount of time, you know, three days or a week or whatever it is. So we usually do pop-up shows around Australia. Um, we were only operating for one year before COVID shook everything mm. and kind of forced us back home. But we have big plans to start expanding through Australia. But at the moment, it's j- we've just got a stockist in Brisbane and we just finished a trunk show in Perth. And now we've just landed some stockists internationally. So we've got someone, we've got Loho Bride in LA and two more stockists in Germany and um, Switzerland. So we're slowly amazing, expanding Manny. this time. Thank you. I mean, we, we're just so careful about who it is because the Bowie Ray experience is so unique. It's really important for us to, to choose those stockists carefully and to formulate this relationship because it's kind of like an extended family. We want every Bowie Ray bride to have access to that kind of experience. So it's just like being slow but for good reason. Because yes. we 
we want to make sure everybody's getting that 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 little touch of Bowie. Yeah, and they're very. It's very hands on by the sounds of it too. So yeah, and I yeah. think that's really important in that whole process as well. Do you have any final thoughts, advice, or words to our unveiled community? Yeah, I think um, I think everything's you know it's such a nice time to get married. You know, a lot of us are really not jealous of brides, but like glad to see that that it doesn't have to be the same experience. So I think really revel in that and take advantage of the fact that you are in a space and time that's open to representing more than just one way of being something. And I think if you really step into that, you just you you have the opportunity to create this day and have it to, you know, be living in your memory as something that you really did your way. And I think I can't stress that enough. Like it, it is your love story and you can celebrate it any way you want. Someone's always going to have something to say about it. So just make sure that the things you have to say about it are, are you know, are good because it's yours. And, um, you know, we've gone into controversy for putting up you know photos of nipples showing through our dresses and stuff but I just stand so firm to say that this is a representation of a bride that is valid because everybody still views you know weddings as this one type like getting married in a church or in a ceremony that's in front of all your families but I don't think everybody understands what happened through COVID is weddings have really shifted and you can have private elopements you can have um, you know, like there are so many different ways to get married. So I think the fact that you're living in this time and, and that things are shifting and there's brands like Bowie and Leto and Bond Bride that are offering all these other ways to be a bride, it's like take it, you know, don't don't stay in that safe zone and don't do what you think you're supposed to do. And then, then there's beautiful podcasts like this that are just <laughs> offering you everything that you need to know to say, yes, you can do, you can be a bride your way. Like definitely take this moment and, and use it well so that, you know, in another five years, it's not going to be a big deal at all to do a wedding your way. They are some beautiful words of wisdom and much needed. So <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Manny. And we're so excited to see Bowie Ray just continue to climb and spread all over the world because it is incredible. So thank you so much for your time and thank your you words and your advice. And um, for anyone who is looking to start somewhere, please go and find Manny and the <laughs> Bowie Ray bridal team because they're amazing. Yeah.